This is a moment in Jewish history. This week marks the 40th anniversary of the passing of the Baba Sari, a revered rabbi who attracted thousands for prayers and blessings. He was known as a miracle worker, and many stories of healing are told about him. I once attended the Hilula, the annual memorial ceremony for him, in which thousands arrived to the small working-class city of Nitivot in Israel's south. A bonfire blazed outside a domed structure, which serves as a synagogue and houses the burial site of the rabbi. As during his lifetime, spiritual seekers flocked to his grave to pray. There was music, barbecue, and traditional Moroccan pastries. Rabbi Yisrael Abu Hatzera, known as the Baba Sali, or Praying Father, was born in Risani, Morocco, to a long line of learned rabbis. Rabbi Shmuel Elbaz, the patriarch of the family, was born in the 1590s in Jerusalem and was a student of the great Kabbalistic sage Rabbi Chaim Vital. The name Abu Hatzera means father of the carpet, and one version of how he obtained this name was when Rabbi Shmuel Elbaz was sent as an emissary and fundraiser to the Jewish community of Turkey, but he was denied entry on the ship. Thus, the rabbi took a small carpet and flew there. Rabbi Shmuel Elbaz later became head of the Eliyahu Hanavi Synagogue in Jobar near Damascus, Syria. The synagogue was built on top of a cave where, according to local tradition, the prophet Elijah hid. A sign states the synagogue existed since the days of the first temple. Writers and travelers dating back to the Middle Ages mention having visited and prayed there. The Damascus blood libel of 1840 led to rioting and the desecration of the synagogue. In 2013, the synagogue was severely damaged during the Syrian civil war. The Abu Khatsara family immigrated to Morocco, which at the time had a thriving Jewish community, one of the largest in the world. Rabbi Yaakov Abu Khatsara, known as the Abir Yaakov, was born in 1806 in Morocco. At a young age, he was already considered a Torah genius and was sought after to answer difficult halachic questions. He was known for his aesthetic lifestyle, seldom making small talk, fasting, praying, studying Kabbalah, and collecting and distributing money to the poor. Both Jews and Muslims visited him for advice and blessings. The Abir Yaakov had a great yearning to move to the land of Israel, but his congregation begged him to stay. Finally, he convinced the community that his son would take his place. During his journey, he fell ill and passed away in Egypt. For generations after, his grave in Egypt became a pilgrimage site on the date of his passing. The book Yagel Yaakov contains his poetry as well as that of other family members. Rabbi Masoud Abu Khatsera took over for his father in Morocco. He too was a Kabbalah scholar and wrote many rulings on halachic issues and many songs and poems called Piyutim, which are still sung by the Moroccan Jewish community today. His son, David Abu Khatsera, took over for him and followed the custom of a simple and humble life, spending much time alone studying and fasting. When the French took over Morocco, there was much political upheaval. A Muslim leader accused the Jewish community of siding with the French. He decreed that all Jews of the region be put to death. Rabbi David Abu Khatsera told the community that he prayed that only he would be executed and the rest of the community spared. 
The troops rounded up the Jewish residents in a courtyard. They executed the rabbi with a cannon. The rest of the community was spared, but forbidden to have any type of memorial service. Rabbi David's two brothers, Yitzhak and Yisrael, moved to the land of Israel in the 1920s following the incident. Yitzhak Abu Hatzera was known as the Baba Chaki. He and his family initially lived in Givat Olga, a transit camp near Hadera. When the chief rabbi of the land of Israel heard of his arrival, he came to meet him and initiated his appointment as chief rabbi of Ramla and Lod. He served as rabbi for 20 years and was also a member of the chief rabbinical council. The other brother, Rabbi Yisrael Abu Hatzera, became known as the Baba Sari. Upon his arrival in Israel in the 1920s, he studied at the famous Beit El Yeshiva in the old city of Jerusalem. He went back and forth, living in the land of Israel and Morocco over the years. At one time, he thought to live in the United States near the Lubavitcher Rebbe. But the Rebbe, head of the Chabad Hasidic movement, wrote him a letter encouraging him to continue to help educate and lead his community. In the 1960s, he permanently settled in Israel. He lived in a small public housing project home in the working-class development city of Nativot in Israel's south. People flocked to the small desert town for blessings and prayers. There are many miracle stories about him. Once, on a ship on the way to Israel, a terrible storm arose. He instructed his students to pour the Kiddush wine into the sea, upon which it calmed down. Petitioners who arrived at his home were asked about their level of religious observance and encouraged to be strong in Jewish tradition. A wheelchair-bound man was brought to the Baba Sali and began slowly but surely walking again after vowing to become closer to Judaism. A woman whose daughter was injured in the eye during army service came to him for a blessing. The daughter recovered. A missing man was found on the exact day on which the Baba Sali said he would. An interview with longtime assistant David Gogan explains that the Baba Sali wanted no credit for his miracles. Like Joseph interpreting Pharaoh's dreams, he gave all the credit to God. He was scrupulous about never talking bad of anyone or of Israel. He usually kept his eyes lowered or covered his eyes with his hand. Golan stated that he considered himself nothing special and insisted that it was the power of the individual's own faith that made the miracles, not him. Politicians sought his endorsement, and wealthy businessmen offered to build him a better home and larger synagogue, but he rejected it all. Golan stated that once a distraught father credited the Baba Sali with helping his missing daughter return home. As a token of thanks, he gave him a watch and gold cufflinks. But Golan said that the Baba Sali gave them away, and he received the cufflinks, while the Baba Sali accepted nothing. The Baba Sali also composed Jewish liturgical poems, which are still sung today. One is in memory of his brother, who was executed in Morocco. Another is called Yodu Lecha Rayonai. A quick search on YouTube brings up countless different versions by contemporary singers. The following is a translation from Hebrew. I will rejoice in you, Hashem. I will rejoice in you, eternal God. I will rejoice in you, Savior of my soul, with final redemption. My thoughts will praise you, Hashem who from the womb formed me. You have brought me to Mount Sinai to enlighten my soul. That is why in my prayers, with my song, I will glorify you. 
all the days and years until eternity. My heart is happy when I remember your kindness, for God chose of all people Israel as his servants, the seeds of a pure plant, the patriarchs, his beloved, unblemished, from the root he raised them. I want to fulfill your will, God, source of all will, as you originally led your flock in a beautiful pasture, where joy reigned, shepherd of Israel forever. Listen to their voices. The Baba Sali is remembered by both the Moroccan Jewish community as well as Hasidic groups and the general Israeli public. The 40th anniversary of his passing was marked in Israel, the United States, and Jewish communities around the world. The story of Moroccan Jewish Aliyah to Israel will be explored in a future episode. This has been a moment in Jewish history. For questions or comments and past shows, you can visit benbreski.substack.com. Thank you to all the listeners, and Shalom.